Lesser Celandine. A secluded, quiet, winding country road can make for a wonderful place to take a walk in springtime. Strolling along the twists and turns, hugging gentle hillsides and passing streams and rivers, each stretch has its own special character. Now that we're almost back at spring equinox, when day and night are equal, everything is about to be transformed by the full force of spring. Ferns are unfurling their perfect spiralling fronds and blackthorn blossoms are sprinkling white confetti petals on the wind. The most vibrant of spring flowers at this time of year is lesser celandine. It's as bright as a buttercup and its generous flowers are cushioned in a sometimes spectacular spread of shiny heart-shaped leaves, making it hard to miss. Lesser celandine is a plant that evolved to grow in woodlands. Because woodland trees develop a canopy of leaves as the spring turns to summer, casting a shade on the ground beneath, it can be difficult for woodland plants to get enough sunlight. So some plants have adapted their life cycle to make the most of spring. For plants that grow in woodlands and shady hedge banks, flowering now means that they will have enough sunlight to flower, fruit and set seed before the leafy canopy fills out the space above. To complete its life cycle, there's a few steps the plant needs to accomplish first. Plants get their food from the sun, but the sun isn't very reliable in February and March, nor are the days very long. So early flowering plants like lesser celandine stash away some of last year's carbohydrates in their roots. Lesser celandine has bulbous roots to store away starch over the winter months. In early spring, these starchy root stores serve as an energy power pack, which enables the plants to grow a spread of new glossy green heart-shaped leaves early in the year. Back when humans gathered food from the wild, these starchy roots of lesser celandine were part of the diet here. Charred remains of the tuberous roots have been unearthed at archaeological digs from the Mesolithic period, so we know that hunter-gatherers here would have gathered up and eaten them. There is a poisonous compound in these roots, but hunter-gatherers would have known how to dry and cook the roots to break down or extract any poisons they contain. There's always a hungry gap in early spring that probably made the effort worthwhile. For the plant, using up the nutrients stored away in the bulbous root means leaves can grow quickly in spring. A spread of green chlorophyll leaves mean that the plant can produce enough food of its own to thrive despite the absence of strong sunshine or long days. Soon there is enough surplus energy to produce the gorgeous big yellow flowers. Lesser celandine makes super shiny bright yellow flowers which catch the light and stand out from afar. The impressive engineering that makes them shine so brilliantly is the same in all the buttercup family of which Lesser celandine is part. In each shimmering petal, a layer of reflective air chambers is layered over the yellow pigments, reflecting light back through the yellow pigment, enhancing the intensity of the yellow, while also creating a glistening sheen. The shimmer of the cleverly engineered petals acts like a beacon, 
inviting bumblebees and solitary bees in from a distance. Each bee knows that there's a promise of nectar and a chance to linger in the brilliant yellow of these lovely flowers. For queen bumblebees, having just emerged from a long winter hibernation, landing on such a super shiny yellow flower must be a wonderful experience. To be engulfed in the reflected yellow warmth of a satellite of shimmering sunlight would be a welcome treat in March. The anthers at the centre of each flower are laden with grains of pollen, ready for export. The longer the bee is tempted to linger, the more pollen it will pick up on its hairy little body. The more pollen the bee carries away, the better the chance it will offload these precious grains on another lesser celandine plant fulfilling the purpose of the flower and its brilliant yellow engineering. Another thing that's special about lesser celandine is the perfect eightfold geometry of its eight elongated yellow petals. Look out for it in damp places along a big hedge bank, along a wet ditch, or gleaming in the damper nooks of a broad-leafed wood where the canopy is yet to emerge. It's well worth leaning in to look at the perfect symmetry, the mathematical precision and the engineered shimmer of this special little plant, especially when strolling along a muddy ditch in March.